Alright, what's good y'all? We're back with another episode of People of SHS. Humans. Uh, Humans of SHS, yeah. I'm K-Min. I'm Jackson Vandeweg. And I'm Gonzo. And our special guest is... Uh, people mostly call me Rap. <laughs> yes sir, Isaac Rapple J. <laughs> Rap, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. I uh, teach at Squim High School, and I teach mostly chemistry, sometimes astronomy, and this year I'm lucky enough to teach a six-period uh, weight training class, which is new this year. Uh, I think I've been here almost 20 years now, so I'm really old, and I'm finally growing into my looks. Yeah, for sure. So why are you still teaching at Squim? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Um, I, my wife teaches here, and then my kids go to school here, so, you know, it's a good place. Mm -hmm. I like the, the idea of a big fish in a little pond, so. Were you originally from Squim? No, I was not. I grew up in eastern Washington. And where'd you go to college? I went to Western Washington University in Bellingham. Very nice. So how did you find Squim? Uh, my parents, actually, my dad had a job over here uh, after we, I graduated from high school, and so um, I did my student teaching here so I could save on rent. Who did you student teach for? I student taught for Shirley Anderson, and she graciously and, uh, and kindly gave up half of her job so I could get my foot in the door and get a job, and she retired the next year, so I'll always be grateful that opportunity. Moving into our next question, what inspires you? Um, <clears throat> I, I enjoy interacting with students and um, I think at the high school level kids are used to being like told what to remember and I try and just question them and make them try and arrive at the answer rather than telling them and that's sometimes frustrating for them, but ultimately at the end of the year, they sometimes appreciate it, sometimes. Because of your interactions, do you think you could say that you have like a unique teaching style that kind of just like allows you to connect with them better? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think every teacher connects with different students and so you can't connect with everybody, but I, I do think as um, high school students become adults, they start to get a better perspective of like, <clears throat> how you actually learn. You don't learn by getting told stuff. You learn by being active in the process. I always tease my students and I say, um, you need to be an active participant. It's like going to the gym and watching somebody working out and expecting to get in shape and not lifting weights or exercising on your own. So that sometimes makes sense. Sometimes it frustrates them. For sure. Yeah. I really appreciated that while I was in your class, though. Getting the opportunity to actually learn instead of memorize is, it's yeah. a nice process. Yeah. Good. Glad, um, I appreciate the feedback, because sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Dude, this is a lot more work. I should just tell them the answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question. If you could solve one problem that is present in the world today, which what would it be? Um, I think there's a, a, a large um, income inequality, so there's a lot of hopelessness where there's a, there's a successful group and then there's a group that has a lot of obstacles to overcome, 
And I think if we could just kind of work on getting everybody towards the average or like a belief that you can always succeed, um, especially when you're young, you don't want to be defeated and feel like if you go to college, you're going to have to rack up a bunch of debt and it's not going to be worth it. Um, and not everybody needs to go to college, but you at least need to believe that you can be successful no matter anything that, <clears throat> any obstacle that comes in front of you. So income inequality and just like overall, I think people are like um, too dis decisive or divisive. And so there's like two groups and nobody can meet in the middle. I think just a lot more compromise would be helpful. Mm. I actually had like a question on wealth and quality and what we could do like to improve it as one of my like scholarship questions. And one of the question was, if you could propose one reform to help like help improve wealth wealth inequality which what would it be so like that's a question i'm asking you oh so one of my ideas would be um to incentivize work i know if you you're getting a low um, wage job it's discouraging and you always want to move up i would like instead of like you getting paid to not work and on unemployment, sometimes you have to, no matter what, you just can't get a job. But if you, if the government wouldn't like match the dollar amount, so that you're making $10 an hour, that's not enough to live. So if you make $10, the government would match and give you um, an extra $5 or $10 to, to kind of help get you up over the hump and make uh, life a little bit easier. So I, I would I would incentivize working and, and provide a governmental match. So instead of unemployment bonuses, you get employment bonuses. That's right, that's right. This is kind of like basic and complex at the same time, but what would you say your philosophy in life is? Um, I'm still struggling with that at 43, so um, I, I always like to listen to some self-improvement podcasts and read and kind of always been a student, so I'm always searching and my most recent find is I always wondered what um, chop wood and carry water meant and so I've been digging deeper into what that means and it, it's kind of interesting because it's individual so I won't tell you what it means to me but I, I encourage people to investigate what that means and how that fits because I think it's uh, relevant in this day and age where sometimes um, work and school is kind of seems mundane or like frustrating and so it, it kind of gives you a unique perspective so i encourage everybody to kind of investigate what that means chop wood and carry water never heard that before. yeah no that's the first time i've heard that yeah <laughs> interesting will do is there any other mot mottos you want to like look into or like you're like inspired by oh i love quotes um I don't know if this is inappropriate or appropriate, but one of them is uh, one lick on the lollipop of mediocrity and you will suck for forever. And so I always believe in no matter what you do, you should always try your best. And so um, I encourage everybody to kind of just be the best version of themselves. I think a lot of times students and people get uh, caught up in comparing themselves to other people and that sometimes like I hear a lot of kids that are like, oh, I'm depressed or like all this stuff. Just work on you. Don't worry about what other people say or think or what you think other people say or think about you. Just be you and be the best version of yourself. Yeah. On our last episode, we kind of talked about that on how like happiness is kind of just like the basis of like everybody's like foundation for their philosophy. And it kind of sounds like that's what you're referring to. Yeah. And, like 
like basically everything. Yeah, for sure. There's like it's there's a science of happiness, and there's podcasts on it. Like you should exercise, you should eat well, you should sleep well. We all know that, but sometimes it's difficult to make the right choices. For sure. Yeah, it's tough too when you do those things, and then you still don't have happiness. Then then you're left with like, what am I gonna go do? Just like eat better? Yeah, so one of the things during COVID I had my students do, because teaching chemistry remote was super awesome, um, was we'd studied the science of happiness and one of their assignments was to do three nice things for other people. And so by doing nice things for other people, therefore you, you um, get a, we won't go into the chemistry of the brain, but you get a response that um, makes you happy. But it has to be genuine. It can't be like forced. Yeah. yeah. The whole theory of filling someone else's bucket will fill your own. Yeah, correct. There's a lot of that in like middle school and stuff. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our goal for this podcast is just to kind of connect students and faculty to an extent, but show like a reality at SHS, I think. What would you like to see us do in the future? Like as a school? As a podcast. Oh, as a podcast? Um, I think you guys are doing all the right things. I think uh, it's easy if you're a senior to just kind of be ready to move on, but your impact and you being a role model for the future kids, like all the freshmen, they talk about the seniors like two, three years when they're seniors. Oh, you remember so-and-so? So even though you're gone and living your new life and you're famous and studying at college, you're, you're still here and people still talk about you. So, I mean, just being a good role model for other people, because just like each student relates to a different teacher, each student relates to different upperclassmen and they're like, oh, I remember Christian or I remember Jack and blah, 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 blah. So you guys are laying the foundation for the future generation, not generation, but future seniors. Yeah. So who was your like role model? Uh, my dad. So he he worked hard, and you know I really appreciate certain attributes about my dad, my mom, and you know different friends. I think I, I tell my kids to pick friends that are better than you, so they bring you up and don't bring you down. So I think finding that right friend group. I think the studies say that by the time you're in the seventh grade, your friends have a greater influence than your parents. So it's real important to pick good friends. Cheers. Brand's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll pick right. <laughs> so we kind of want to make this a tradition with everybody that comes on the podcast and just kind of like appreciate gratitude. So what is one thing that you're grateful for today? Yeah, uh, going back to the philosophy trying to recognize three things that you're grateful for each day can bring you a lot of joy and happiness. Um, what I'm grateful for, uh, quite honestly, being back in school, because teaching remotely was very difficult, but also I, I don't think everything's always just negative. So I think everybody gained a new perspective on school and importance and value and why we come to school. Um, so I'm grateful to be back in the classroom teaching um, students you just have a better connection and it, it's it, it works so I'm grateful to be back in, in school what are you grateful for today Christian um well 7:33 a.m. kind of woke up maybe like give or take 50 minutes ago um 
so far, I'd say I'm grateful to just like have food. Like I woke up this morning, made a nice breakfast, cereal with uh, cut some banana slices in there. Something simple, but like I have food. I have like plenty of food. I'm not hungry any day. Like I'm just grateful for it. With our first guest being a teacher, it's a little bit of a cop out, but I'm really grateful for my teachers. Like. We have teachers that give us audio equipment at 7 in the morning and teachers that come in at 7.10 to film a podcast and teachers that wake up at 6 a.m. to unlock doors for leadership. And there's a lot that they do that we don't see, so I'm grateful for that. Um, also, with Gonzo, I think I'm grateful for food as well, as long as, as well with, as my like, dad. Because every day he wakes up, every day before he leaves for work, he makes me like a bagel to have before I leave for school. And that's always like nice to have to get my day started and everything. So yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. Sure. Also, uh, shout out to my mom because she also makes me breakfast sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, can't leave that out. Yes, sir. Uh, let's finish this off with what is one piece of advice that you would leave the students and humans of SHS? Uh, one piece of advice is surround yourself with people that are positive and um, try to just expand on um, being a positive influence for others as well. So just try each day is just a, a, a day that you should be grateful for because um, yeah, we're alive, we have food, we can interact. I think um, interaction with people is something that uh, we might have overlooked during the pandemic, so. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, thank Treat you so people much. people right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for being our first guest on the Humans of SHS. We will see you all on the next podcast. Deuces.